Hello, hi everyone. Um, welcome back to another episode of the Black Create Connect podcast. And this hap- if this happens to be your first episode, then this is a podcast where we interview various black entrepreneurs, professionals, change makers, people that are doing incredible things for not just the black community, but also the wider community as well. Um, and today we have a very unique guest today i think what what she's doing is absolutely unique i haven't heard of anyone doing it before in from the black community um, and i take my hats off to her her name is sophia leach she is the founder of black card lottery so welcome thank hello introduction <laughs> no worries no worries how are you doing today i'm well i'm well i'm good i'm, I'm feeling quite um privileged to be here actually I feel privileged to have you here, for you to trust me and this platform to talk about the Black Card Lottery, because I know that it is near and dear to your heart. Oh, definitely. It's like my baby. I know. Yeah. I know. Still I'm incubating though. It's, it's, still, it's still in that phase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of dive straight in sure. to what it is. So for those that don't know what the Black Card Lottery is, what is it? The Black Card Lottery is a monthly subscription lottery. Um, that was founded by myself. I'm the first ever um, black woman to ever hold this license yeah. to operate a, a lottery. So it would be monthly. I wanted to incorporate obviously cash prizes, which everybody knows, but I wanted to kind of like reinvent the wheel by actually adding a different component, which is part of the prizes will be be um, black owned brands, which will be some of the some of the small prize offerings. So you can see, I want to make black owned brands more household names. Mm. But then also just giving way, way more back to charity and mm. back to the community. Mm. So that's kind of what, what it's about. So when you said you're the first um, black woman, I, I saw that in the deck you sent to me, to ever obtain a gambling license. Mm-hmm. What's that process to actually Ooh. obtain it? That, pro- <laughs> that process, that aged me. Really? These great years, this aged me. So what's supposed to actually take 16 weeks took 57. In that period you're given a um an account manager from the gambling commission and you go through everything they go through you as a person they do a full background check any kind of financial affiliations that you have it's deep dive but then so deeper than a credit check oh yeah but wait wait, really (laughs) way deeper okay way deeper and there's criteria you can't have you can't have debt of um, a certain amount you can't have this there's a lot of different things that you know characteristically because it's also about anti um money Money laundering because you can potentially use the money for your own gain exactly okay understood so when also how you register the business is very important so obviously it's got to be a non-profit um how it's structured um ring fencing you know your accounts to make sure that you know if any kind of insolvency happens that the money's protected from different places Mm. so it's you know it was also then the security of you know the software i'm using the hardware i'm using right so you go through a very deep dive of you know everything you're then creating and writing your own policies um the policies have to be checked by them so they don't help you you have to write everything and create everything you submit it and they'll say no and then you're just like okay so do they tell you what, what the no's are for? They'll tell you what's missing sometimes. Right. Um, and if you are completely off the, you know, completely, you know, not it's not right. They just say it's not right and for you to go back and forth. But your account manager is supposed to be there to somewhat guide you. Okay. Um, unfortunately, my account manager was kind of in a sabotage mode. Um, Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Um, she actually said, um, 
you know, why do you people need this? And I was like, she said that to you yeah. in 21st century in Black Lives Matter. Yeah, but it was before, when I actually started this process, it was before Black Lives Matter. It was before, unfortunately, the murder of um, George Floyd. Oh. It was before Black Pound Day. So when, oh, I was wow. actually, so when I was actually going through the process, it was before all those things occurred. So right. to be fair, it was... You know. I mean, it's still not a thing, yeah. to, a thing that you can say. Why do you people need this? Well, my, See, my microaggression words. That yeah, this is but my, my rebuttal was there is a lottery for dogs and there's a lottery for cats. So if we can distinguish that they have different needs and different financial needs... Um, why can't you see that we do as well? And again, it's not about the fact I'm, I'm not trying to be, um, you know, d- divisive in the fact that I'm just doing this for my community. No, I, I'm a firm believer that it's almost like the, I always say it's the aeroplane safety kind of knowledge and mm. the method. Mm. I have to put oxygen on myself first before I can help somebody else. Mm, mm. And as a community, I feel, I feel like we're holding our breath a lot of the time yeah. and we're not getting things done. And, and that means we're not in a position to help other people. Mm. And considering we're a, a community of very, we're very inclusive, we're very mm. caring. Mm. If you think about just like the NHS and what that actually really looks like, not what's mm. on the posters, um, we are a caring community race, yeah. you know you, yeah. so for us i know that if we were in a better position the world would be in a better position mm. um because we would look back at you know we're the one kind of community that always goes back to nature and we always go back to like oh no don't have that aspirin have this have this herb we naturally mm. have that in our in our dna in our heritage so i know that if we're in a better position financially with financial gain comes political understanding, comes social, you know, influencing and things like that, which we just don't have as a community right now. Mm. So for me, this lottery is a way to to get to that because okay. it is a tool that every other culture has used apart from us. So with the process of you actually getting it, do you have to almost sell to them the reason as to why, do they need to agree with the reason as to why you're doing it? Good question. So when it comes to, a lot of people think that being in the black community, we're protected. Technically we are, red tape we're not. So when I actually was, when I first told them that what I wanted to do, they said that you can do that for supporting support sport athletes of that race. You can do that for supporting um, uh, very much kind of you know, as someone who's with a disability of that race, mm. but you can't do it to enhance your race. They said that to you. In, yeah, in a roundabout way. So how did you respond to that? So, but that's just legally how it is. If we were a different culture that was really financially protected and, and law protected, and we could do things to, you know, if it was a case of this individual needs our support, mm. this lottery could actually offer it. And they don't have to be a sports person. They don't have to have a disability. They could just be, you know, hardship. We can't do that with this lottery. There's no way of us of us doing that. It has to always be through a charity that um, that is safeguarding, whether it be, you know, women with domestic violence, whether it be um, supporting sickle cell society, uh, you know, all these. We have so many great charities that we can look after, mm. but we have to go down that, that very, it's a very fine line. But isn't, is that not... Is that not discrimination? The fact that you can do one thing for one race, but not for, for us? Well, that is the, that's the argument, but we know that, you know, the world's not really fair like that, is it? So they, they have different ways of limiting our growth. So um, one thing I did in my process of, uh, of research, and before I even submitted and even knew what a lottery was, I was just looking at ways of 
kind of bettering the situation I, I found myself in. And, you know, the idea came from, uh, I don't know what kind of community centres you have in, in this area, but where I'm from, we have quite a famous one called Bridge Park. And that was a centre that I used to go to when I was a kid mm. and go to African dance, like, mm. had African history lessons. My uncles used to play squash there because they had a sports mm. centre. We used to get ready for carnival there. And it was just, my mum goes there every Sunday, goes to Lovers Rock and all them kind of things. Okay. <laughs> still, still. Um, and it was just it was just a place we all convened. Oliver, the um, Jamaican comedian, has um, performed there. Okay. And it was just, and it was the fact that it was, you know, only like a 20 minute walk from my home is, is also great. But, we had a, a meeting that took place in December 2018 and we were told that the council had basically sold this 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 building that was given to the actual given to West Indians. It was given to the community by who? By the council. So the so, so the council gave it to the to yeah, West so and then actually, took it back. Yeah, so it actually used to be a bus garage okay. and the community leaders based from that area there was a lot of kind of like crime going on because it's very close to Stonebridge and so there's a lot of things going on there's a lot of dis- distress because it was kind of like that kind of that post you know um wind rush just all that settling of just kind of you know racial kind of you know um lines and things like that and so they came forward with a solution we need a center for us to convene for us to gather um and and try and you know hold on to our culture mm. and so they built Bridge Park mm. And at the time, I think it was the second largest sports centre in Europe. Um, and now, obviously, it's been, it's, now it's tiny, but now, in, in, you know, in our measurements now. Mm. But um, it, it unfortunately fell into disarray. Um, we had a covenant with the um, council that it would never be sold, but they sold, they tried to sell it. We went through, that meeting was about trying to raise money, more money for the actual legal um, team to kind of fight it. They're very smart. They took us to the highest court of the land, so the high court. So it's the most expensive <laughs> again. So they were just bleeding so they, the, our pockets. They put in systematic barriers to yeah. make things harder for you. Yeah. And this is, I mean, this is a conversation that I have all the time with people at work and family, friends. But people don't understand that black people in so many different environments, we we go through discrimination in such a subtle way. Mm-hmm. And that is that's an example. Definitely. Instead of you, I guess, given us a not an easy fight but a fair fight you're making it extremely hard for us and that and the you kind of not having that building can lead to so many other disturbances in the community definitely it might lead to you know more crime you know less productivity it can it can lead to so much so that is that's a shame so what what actually took place so what actually happened that that actual um 2018 in december they had the meeting we you know there must have been about a thousand people crammed into that room, uh, more spilling out into the foyer, into the streets. And what was really weird and, and still really powerful, and it's what kept me going every time I went, wanted to quit, was I've never been in a, a space where we're not mourning a person with strangers. I was, it was like, it was, it, but it felt like we were mourning. And, and then I felt like, no, I'm being attacked mm. because I know that I, I can't defend myself. Mm. And so when I kind of looked around the room, I thought there is so many people here. And if we were able to 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 give whatever it is as a savings account we could save this building to collectively together and so i just thought they're coming at us because we don't have we don't have a kitty as a community we mm. don't have we don't have it and, I, and that's when i that was my epiphany moment ah and just to start in this yeah and, and the thing is it wasn't to start a lottery it was just to find a solution to raise money for for this one cause right. but when i looked at 
you know, the, the GoFundMe pages and then I start to research other, um, you know, other community centres that's not necessarily in in my own culture. I was looking at, I, I, one of my favourite things to do is look at annual reports. <laughs> I like to look at annual you reports. Can, when I need an annual report to be looked at, I'll be calling you <laughs> because that is boring. <laughs> but, I but, love it. No, but they're, but they're insightful. You, <laughs> they're you have in, to look at them. You too. have they're to really look insightful. at them. And yeah. so there's like key like buildings where I live. Yeah. And, you know, they're in, they're in other communities. And I thought, how are they doing this so fast? What are we doing so wrong? So let me learn and, you know, kind of go, you know, deconstruct it backwards. That's very noble of you. To learn for, cause, because most people will be like, ah, let me get on with my own life and let me just do things yeah. for myself. You thought, let me learn this big piece for the wider community. That's incredible. I guess at the time, I didn't think of it that in that such broad place, mm. but I was just curious of why can't we, why can't we do this? Um, and I think again, with the, the black um, pound movement mm. was different for me because I've always grown up in a very black affluent, you know, kind of area. So, well, in the 80s and 90s, it was anyway. But um, mm. my granddad has a butcher shop. So I've always, you know, known where my food comes from there. And I, I know how to get things like that. And I don't have to, to go outside my culture. I had a, you know, my uncle has a record store. So I knew where I could go and get my tickets and my, you know, see right. my, my first um, CD, Michael Jackson Bad was from there. <laughs> So, you know, so it's like, right. it was things like that where I knew where to get, I was buying black all the time. Yeah. So I didn't really understand this new concept, which I didn't know was new to other people. Right. So that's why for me, the solution, the reason why I was really looking for a solution is that was already my baseline. Right. So why, so that means other people's not on my baseline and that's yeah. why we're in this problem. So when I looked at these annual reports and I saw that there was funds coming from, big checks coming from these company names I've never heard of kept me going it just I went through you know how you go for an Instagram dive yeah I went through I think I went deep 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 into these annual reports to the point really? that I don't remember how I got to some of these companies and then I found out these companies were like external management companies for lotteries and I thought oh, oh. so you're talking about one lottery in particular has generated and this and it's it's basically funded a whole school generates has generated since 2009 68 million 68 million and we don't even know about it it ain't no national lottery it ain't no people's postcode lottery we don't even know about it and it's because other cultures have what i've i've kind of i've created a term called watertight locations to talk freely so they can actually be in their own centers their places of you know of um, worship and say guys we need to come together and do this this is our mission where do we have to do that church but do we though? Because, but, but do we though? That's because, the only place I can think of. That's the only place, yeah, but again, not watertight. And it's yeah. not somewhere that you can really rally people to make action in a commercial point of view or mm. a social growth point of view. Yeah. That feeds your spirit and that's kind of what people go there. So it's very, it's, it's very hard disconnect yeah. to have business with with a, with a spiritual setting yeah. yeah yeah so that's why that that disconnect doesn't happen mm. but when we was in bridge park i saw the 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 potential that you could have these conversations if we changed our mindset a little bit um and again what then happened next was i saw black panda came out just like a couple of months after i kind of started that that when i submitted um the actual license application and um I thought, yes, this is the first step. This is what I'm... Have you connected with the founders of Black Pound Day? I'm actually in the process of doing that, which, okay. is, which is pretty cool. So now okay. I've got, I've got um, uh, lovely Tim 
uh, Campbell um, M- MBE is going <laughs> <gonna, laughs> to be introducing oh, me. That's and the thing is, I've him. had his number in my phone. I've had Swiss's number in my phone for a year. Who's him? No, I'm a Swiss. Swiss? Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's Swiss that runs it, of yeah. course. I've that had makes his number sense, for yeah. a year. So why have you not called him? I'm not good at stuff. Like, you see how you're good at connecting? That's my social awkwardness because I was given his number, but I'm like to asking the person, did you tell him I'm calling? Like, I don't doesn't matter. Call you have it. Don't ask no questions. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter how I, I have it now. So I wish we're gonna... I could do that. What's the worst that can happen? You tell me no and no is, no is not right now. No, it's okay. Come back later. Do you know when you're talking like that? No, not right. No, oh, no. We never take no's. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I blame blame my husband because... Ah, husband! Because I've never been been rejected fully in my life because I asked him out at 13 and he finally, he said, he he still is. So I don't know what rejection feels like. So I'm scared of rejection. Really? But the... The thing is with rejection, because I, I completely... I'm not a robot. I completely understand what you're saying and I completely go through those emotions as well. But I think to myself, I would regret not asking at all versus asking (laughs) and getting a no. Because at least you have um, the person is aware of who you are. And it takes like, I guess, typical marketing. Sometimes it takes seven, eight, nine times for someone to see something to them, for them to be brought into it. So they might say no to you now, but then if someone else comes and says, have you heard about this black card lottery? They'll be like, Hmm, I said no to it. Maybe I should go back to him. You never know. <laughs> but anyway, true. but anyway, look it's at how the world true. works. You're gonna get connected to him yeah, anyway. So yeah, which cool. Is good. Um, so yeah. So that, that's kind of what what it kind of came down to. I researched every other kind of method that can basically crowdfund. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for group right, economics. Right. So I just thought that's what we need in that room in that hall. I saw that there was a connection of people. We had a common, you know, cause. Um, you know a common adversary and how can we protect ourselves but we don't have a system in place mm. and go fund me it's not tax effective it's not um it's hard sometimes you don't even know what's out there and yeah. you get bombarded with too many things yeah that you don't even know what, what needs yeah. help and, and what's yeah. the priority yeah so um so that's why i thought we need a brand it needs to be super clear um and it has to have staying power that you know when I'm gone and dust it's still here and it's, and it's a system and so you know again I feel like we have so many great individual successes you know successful stories in our community but those stories don't equate to group group ep- economics and us then building our schools building our own medical mm. centers building doing the things that we need to do mm. um and considering I've been you know there's been many times in the system it's, it's failed me even just childbirth and things like that and we know just through statistics that we're five times more likely to pass away during childbirth women because when they just don't believe our pain I've, I've lived through it um and so again it's just when i think about all the problems we have mm. we are our own solution to all these problems the, mm. the thing is right now we just haven't yet come together um and that's what the lottery is all about um and you know when i when i kind of exp- kind of get people to understand where i'm coming from because i think Unfortunately, the lottery has been taken away from our culture and it was actually African. Really? Um, yes, it's Egyptian. They used okay. to use it to um, select their diplomats. So their leaders, that's what How? they... Every, every single person that was, you know, could be going go, go to power, mm. they would put their names into a selection bowl and they mm. would pick it out. That's a lottery. At random? At random. Okay, right. So you can nominate who you wanted to. So you start putting in names, you're nominating who you want. 
And then when you actually select the name fairness, it's not tampered with. It's not, um, there's, there's no, uh, you know, popularity. There's no um, corruption. That's what it used to mean. The, it was fairness. Oh, right. um, and that's why it's technically still, even if you look at the legal terms of what a lottery means, it does still mean fairness. Unfortunately, history has skewed it from its mission. And in 1567, Queen, um, uh, first Queen, Queen, um, no, Queen Elizabeth I, she actually created the first lottery. She mandated the first lottery. Okay. So imagine 1567, £5,000 was the prize. The cash prize was 5,000, actually it was 2,500. The rest was broken down into tapestry, jewelry, spices. Right. Because things were, you know, tasteless back then. Um, <laughs> Still can be, but yeah. Um, but they, that was the prize. And she, you know, you can't tax your people, you know, as a, as a monarch, you can't tax your people to the point of, you know, poverty. Mm-hmm. They kind of did. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, it, yeah. it, it, you needed then a voluntary kind of tax, which is what, the, the lottery was. was so when she did right. when she did that it was used to build ships okay so in a roundabout way that's what allowed the uk to become the leaders in the new market of trading people so slavery yeah so lottery was around before slavery mm-hmm. Okay. It's what built the ships. She couldn't afford to do it otherwise, any other way. The Spanish right. and the Portuguese was ahead of ahead of them, so they needed to catch up. But they needed to catch up in a way that they then could monopolize that that trading. Okay, and that's what they did. Okay, and that's why we're in this mess. <laughs> right. Okay. So I didn't know that that was, um, I guess, a part yeah. of lottery. I, I've always just kind of associated lo- lottery with just making money. No. No, a lot of, when you look at the big dynasties, empires, you know, that have used it, it's been used in the Chinese um, dynasties, it's been used in Spanish, it's been, every culture has used it to catapult their growth. Um, And it's because they're just using simple group economics. It's just just that simple. And in this country, it's a very unique country because we have almost like an open market for for lotteries. Mm -hmm. If you go somewhere like South Africa, it's a closed market. Only the government can wield it. And, right. and you have to remember the national lottery was um, mandated by John Major in 94. Right. The gambling commission only came about in 2007. So it was kind of really? chasing its tail. So even before then, how did people set up, I guess, the ability to do lotteries or well, bef- gambling? Before you had to go to your local council and, before, and they were always like small little things like, oh, we're trying to raise money for a church or we're trying to raise money for, for the schools to go to this That's trip. recent, since you've, before 2007? Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, oh, no, sorry, 2004. 2004 they did. It's two, I'm thinking of Postcode Lottery came out in 2007 okay. and then they bankrupt and they came back in 2009. But yeah, okay. um, I digress. But yeah, so <laughs> what happened is the fact that because the national lottery... Mm was before the gambling commission, they are unique. They cannot really, they're not really controlled that much by the gambling commission. They kind of got one leg in, one leg out. Mm. And that gives them the power to say that nobody can be given out life-changing money. So the National Lottery is on its own. They have mm. a remote license and a, uh, an external license um, and, and what we call an external management license. So they can have other lotteries underneath them and manage it for them. Mm. Then you've got Postcode Lottery, who is like, would, would be, I'd be in the same boat with them once we get going. Mm. And 
they have a remote license and they have a, cause I have a remote license. So we've got the same one. Um, but they also then have the external management license as well. So they can manage um, smaller lotteries underneath them. Mm. But those lotteries then pay them a fee to run run it for them. Understood. So okay. that's how they become commercially making money. Right. What I'm doing, I will never be commercially making money because I just have the remote license. So I will be donating to charities. I won't be running their lotteries. I'll just be donating money. So you're not going to make any profit for, from it yourself? No. no. That's not its purpose. I understand that. <laughs> However, you have a life to fund and this is take this is your time as well. True. So True. so where and I and I completely, completely understand and agree with the purpose of it. Yeah. But as a lot of people take money back even if they're doing charitable work. True. I will be able to get a salary at some point. But, but not right now. That's the no, priority. But there's okay. no profits. There's never gonna be any profits. I will always have a standardized salary. Okay. And the salary is also capped. So the salary will oh, be capped. Really? It's not the case of, oh, we're just going to pick a, you know, figure out this guy and say, oh, I'll take 10%. No, it's going to be capped. Um, and there, once there is money left over, so say, for example, there's like 100 people that never collected their prize, that money goes to charity. Just goes into that pot. You just take it out of that ring fence, put it in that one. Okay, so what type of charities does the money go towards is that like where exactly does the money go how is the yeah. money distributed another Just... thing that's going to be different from what we do is so at the moment the charities that i've selected now i especially when i was in the process of creating this charity we were in you know well in the latter stages of me to start in lorry it was the case of we were in lockdown there was a lot of you know young men, young boys just still at the bottom of the attainment table in the sense of you know in education and I've got two young young black boys, so mm. I think of I think of them as a, yeah. as a close to home, you know, um, yeah. subject for me an issue. And um, we've just been there so long, and I think the system fails our young boys because they don't understand them. And they have this agreed. They yeah. have this really weird fear of them, and mm. they they no longer they just they don't they just dehumanize them. So mm. there's these great great um, you know organiz- organizations that help with that. So Westside Young Leaders Academy. There's also East and there's the South, <laughs> and um, they they're amazing um and coincidentally one of the prizes which is a young black author called elijah frederick okay he wrote a, um, wrote a book i think at 10 years old called shifted codes now that's at 10 he wrote the book yeah and wow. it's like it's about kind of like anti-bullying and kind of like befriending your bully and it's a, it's a oh, really wow. but it's at also 10, he wrote that. yeah but it's also about coding and you going into a game so it's a really cool oh. little book and my son loves it and so i thought okay this would be a great you know kind of you know again prize to go into the small because I'm always going to have an author it will always be an author um and then the other other prizes will be a, probably a service and a product and um but as, but as I was saying so I had no idea that Elijah was the head boy of Westside like Young Leaders Academy but they just foster entrepreneurism in these young men yeah so there's authors there's designers there's there's um chefs everything so they, so it's such a nice I I, I love um brother David and what he's doing and brother Mohammed um and they've been trying to create a school for decades never been able to get a license to have their own school so they have a Saturday school so it's like a supplementary school mm. um and the boys just thrive top percent of their classes really? yes how big is it at the moment the oh, west on um, west side young leaders 
So they have, like I said, they've got the West, they've got the South, and they've got the East. They've recently, in the last two years, I believe, or three years, because you know what, COVID always messes up them, them, you know, in how many years it was. But yeah, I think it's three years ago, mm. they had, they introduced the girls, because they never had the girls before. Oh. So it's technically doubled now. So they have probably about, in just the West one, because I know that one branch, because it's just in Halston, where I'm, where I'm from, uh, about 150 students now. That's incredible. Yeah, they're doing really well. That's really <laughs> good. And, really well. and they're creating entrepreneurs, yes, the, authors, if all you, sorts. If you see book, them do their drills, when you see them do their drills, and um, I love that. It's beautiful. And the way they just like, that's my sister, she's doing good. And there's just, they, they, they're, they're building kinship. It's just What's lovely. the age range? From eight to 16. Yeah. I'd love to connect with him. Do you know him personally? Yeah. yeah. I'd love to connect and come down and just, and just, even if I don't even talk or anything, I just be there in the environment, watching the kids yeah. grow and watching them do what they love. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's incredible. And, and they, they again, it's all about instilling, instilling our history as well. Um, so they just, they just, they're so calm. When you see these kids, they're just gorgeous. They're confident and they just know who they is are. Is it for all races? No, it is, it is, black. it is for black kids. Black, yeah. Before it was for black young boys and black, no, and now it's, it's black young girls. But I, that's in, that is exactly what we need because a yeah. lot of, I mean, it's fantastic having communities and having a place for black adults. Yeah. But it really needs to start from early, and that is a perfect time to yeah. get them start starting to think yeah. in a particular way and be a certain way. That's incredible, exactly. and that's why that was kind of like one that was quite close to me because I thought if we start young, th- those are our young little leaders. That's gonna yeah. that's gonna be there when the lottery's at its place where I'm gonna like okay, we have now political power because we now got economic power What do you think we should be doing? And those are the kind of those are the minds that we're feeding now, and they're the ones who's already. Feeding the economy themselves. So with the, mon- with the money, is mm-hmm. it going to go towards helping them to get the license to be a full-time school? Or like, what's the money going to help that's them what we, That's what I would like to do. I would okay. definitely like to support where we can have, we'll be able to help them get more sites. So at the moment they rent sites and they, you know, and um, and they don't have any freeholds. That's what I'm working towards. So I'll get in them a place. We we need, we need, um we need a premises, right. you know, that belongs to us. And then we can become, because right now we, we don't have, they don't have that. They, they use a school currently on the weekends. So they rent that space. Um, it would be also, the other point that I want to do is have like almost like scholarships for them so that there are kids that can't always afford the, t- you know, the 10 pound every single month get those 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 young minds that so, so they have to pay for it every month yeah, you, as well. to pay, you have to pay right. for it um because again it's 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 done on privately it's, there's mm. no government really funding mm. for it or anything so um that's one of the charities that's near and dear um 100 black men they are actually very I've they're, heard of that one yeah well. they're close connected they they have affiliations with them so when you get to 16 you then go on to the 100 black men and continue you know your your mentorship, your your education, understanding money management, money wealth generation, they do all of that with these young these young these young minds. That's brilliant. Which is amazing. And we need that. Um mm. then also um ADPAC. So ADPAC is um is an African diaspora community blah 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 blah. I always forget the rest that's why it says ADPAC. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of ADPAC. 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 Yeah. Okay. So Dino Kai is the founder of it. So it's basically more of a social, economic, political um organization that when it comes to kind of like um big kind of events that happen in our community, whether mm. it be wrongfully accused or our children being when what was happening in East London with a lot of kids, young black yeah. boys were being taken 
he was already down there at, um, at you know, town hall and was saying that you need to start having police police this. You need to, you need to do more. So he's very yeah. much a lobbyer and goes out there and makes these changes um, and, you know, empowers our own solutions. So mm. he very much, what he calls, insources our own problems. He doesn't want the external factors that can actually sometimes be quite abrasive. Um, when you think about the fact that, you know, places in Ireland that had, you know, we always see this black on black crime or silly things like that. But when you think of places like Ireland and, and, and Manchester where there was a lot of crime and it had mm. nothing to do with, you know, race, this was, you know, um, English natives, mm. they took a holistic approach to how to, to how to say to how to look after it they didn't think mm. oh they're going to stop and search you all the time mm. they didn't do that they said no we're going to start opening centers for you we're going to start um uh, apprenticeships now but they found a holistic way to solve the problem in a positive manner mm. they do the opposite when it comes to our race mm. they start we need to search everybody mm. we need to have a curfew it's we need to more do- of, a, of an attack yeah it's always an attack so what he's doing is very much as like almost like a community leader, he's trying to get the government to give him funding to solve these problems. Right. So he goes to the police commissions, he goes to the schools, to governors, and they we insource our own issues. So he he has a, a array of therapists. He has an array of um, uh, um, uh, um, activists. He's got so many people that just basically mm. help with our issues, um, and they are a CIC. Okay. So. Um, and they do courses, they do, they just do so much. And they, he is starting to make it national. And again, it's still quite a young organisation, I think only five years old, um, but there is a need for it. Um, again, because we don't have like a proper political voice or someone who's like that go-to that then can get to our councillors and, you know, our politicians and so forth. So why has he not been able to get a licence for schools? Like to have, have he's just schools. always been rejected. It's it's almost just like What's the with the banks. It's it's almost just like with the banks as well. A lot of people think that um, banking licenses you can just get one and start a bank. No, even the new banks that you have actually took over another bank's one. They never got just a new license. Oh really? So, yeah. So it's just like when I was going through this license process. Yeah. No one believed me that I had a license. They thought it was even fraudulent when I sent them a copy because I said, no, 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 you can't have a license. Are you sure you're not with an external management company? So, you know, I have my own. And they was like, no, 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 you can't. I said, I do. Like, <laughs> I have one. <laughs> they wouldn't believe me. So they don't give him any reason, like any reason at all, even though he's doing the no, work he's doing. Even the gambling commission at the time when they, they um, you know, when I, I kind of started to realise that the person I was working with, the mm. account manager, wasn't being forthright. So I was very much documenting minute by minute what she was saying, how she was saying it, and the fact that I knew that something was wrong. Mm. I had that gut feeling. So when I submitted the application, when it got to like 20th week, I'm thinking, why well, is it only supposed to take 16? What's going on? I thought, be patient. It's new. It's a new concept. I've never seen it before. It's fine. Mm. Waited a little bit more, waited a little more. When I got to like 30 weeks, I thought, no, 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 no. Something's definitely wrong. Then I got a rejection letter. Your application was denied. But I was like, huh? So I contacted, did a complaint and said, this person is not, is, is sound, I know what's going on. It was her manager, the head of all of applications then took on and gave me a different account manager and she oversaw it. Right. And she worked with me, got, got, then got the license. Right. So it's definitely, yeah, she was definitely obviously a block yeah. in some type of way. Exactly. So, okay, so you're, so that's one of the charities you'll be, yeah. you're going to be working with, which yeah. is incredible. What other charities? I saw something on, on your deck about um, hotels in the Caribbean. No, what I want to do, oh, again, okay. it's about 
actually circulating the money. Okay. So and keeping our money to you know within our own community, but then also kind of bridging the gap with like, over to the continent, the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you see kind of like um, prizes that's just out there, they're like, we're giving you iPads, we're giving you this. How is that helping us? That's not helping us in the long run. Again, we're just giving money to another to an outsource an outside you know um, community where we really want to look Keep after our own. Mm. There is not a lot of black owned being a you know ex travel agent. There is not a lot of black owned hotels. I can tell you that now. Even in Jamaica, where I'm from, not a lot of them. So I want to be able to empower those by when we do have holidays as prizes. Those are the places. Those are the places you'll be going to. Those are black owned hotels where you'll be supporting the real economy. Right. The reason why I've never been, and you know, when I when I send when I used to send people away on holidays which that's in hibernation at the moment, um, too busy. <laughs> but when I used to send people on holidays, I would I didn't like sending people to um, all-inclusive. I said, do you know what that does to the economy there? You're not helping any of the vendors and the, um. the, the people around it. Let me tell you something. If you go to Jamaica, do you know the drum man down the street, jerk chicken is way yeah. better than what you're going to get inside yeah. the, <laughs> the resort. Yeah, it's so, true. But again, if you don't help them, that the, the, the hotel that's probably American-owned, Dubai-owned, all these... Are, they're thriving and the actual people that make that place special are not. They're, they're going deeper and deeper into poverty. Um, and all they can do is work in hotels. And that's, and that's, all, and that's all they got they can get from it. Where instead of them having been entrepreneurs themselves and having mm. their own tours and having their own restaurants and having, you know, just even just you want to just go and get a coconut on the street, whatever, you, you're, you're so kept inside those walls and like you know enjoy this you know all inclusive it doesn't help economies that's why i've never really been a big fan of them so as much as yeah it's nice to be all inclusive you have to leave those go 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 out them gates and go spend your money with real people i always just tell people that but but that's how that's why i've incorporated you know our homelands in the plan because i prefer that if i'm going to send somebody on a holiday as a prize that money is going back to to our roots i love that that's so um such a again really really considerate thing that you're doing making sure that even within the leisure prizes we're still somehow circulating money back because yeah you would think oh if i buy a black person a laptop or if i give them that then that is helping them when actually yeah you're right the money's still being circulated externally so i never i'm i'm sitting here thinking i'm thinking actually (laughs) you're right i was given um uh uh, I've gone through like a few people have approached me to 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 you know fund me and to invest and everything like that and it's a hard concept for people because it's never happened no, no one's ever invested in a lottery before they've not seen this concept before um, they don't understand that there's no profit to take out so they're like oh I can't help you because I want to be an equity partner there's no equity I ain't got any honey so you can't oh, really it's, not, it's non-equity so if they invest what what is their is it, is it, it will be a loan that will all you a loan or would it be a fund It'd be a fund or a loan. I can have both. Um, but they have to be in the understanding that that's what it will be. And the other thing that they can, I, I will kind of like give to people is the fact that I, so what I used to love about, and the reason why Postcode is kind of like the one I kind of look at and I, I kind of respect what they did. Um, these Dutch men came over to the UK and set this thing up. And now they announced that not too long ago, I think like one third of the country plays it which is massive, <laughs> some big numbers. Yeah. And I remember from their first year, I think they only did like seven, seven million. And now they're at like 463 million. And they've done that in just like 2007 to now. 
that's, that's, that shows how much disposable income is available in the UK because ten pound a month. Yeah, not a lot of money at all. Not a lot of money. That's that 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 money you spend. Uber, not even Uber. <laughs> Sometimes on a little concealer. More <laughs> concealers are more, more than that. Are more. Yeah, so it's true. It is. It's it's yeah. disposable income. It is. And the thing is, I don't think people realise that ten pounds is actually life changing when we come together. So, like, if we if we did what the, the, the postcode lottery achieved and got one, you know, uh, one third of the, the population of the UK, if we got one third of our population in the UK, mm. that's one million people playing. Mm, mm. That means we're generating 10 million a month. Mm. Who can say we can't build our own mm, medical centres, mm. our own schools, yeah, our yeah. own cooperatives so that we can have our own... Do you know what, I, what upset me during lockdown is when these people started to put some prices on my Aki, yeah? Mm. <laughs> I had to shut a shop yeah. down. I was like, you're not going to charge me £15 for a tin of Aki when wow, I need this. £15? Yes. I was so upset. And because it was uh, somebody who's not in my culture sending my own food back to me, I was like, oh no, It triggered you a little bit, like, yeah. I was like, no, you're not doing that to me. So I stood outside. I told everybody, don't, don't buy nothing from here. And I phoned... You're And I, and I phoned Trader You are right, I phoned Trader Sanders. They were closed for four days. Really? Yeah, I ain't playing. <laughs> not with my hacky. <laughs> I needed that. You know when you needed yeah, your comforts during yeah, lockdown? Yeah. I needed that hacky. You called the trading people to shut them down. Yeah. That was not... You were not allowed to do that. They did say that in... Trading standard laws during COVID, you were not allowed to overinflate your price prices. He he, you did, and, and he did that. You did, so that's on you, ain't on me. So well, <laughs> I didn't even know that that, that that was even a thing. That's something my mum would do. I, I, I would just pay the fifteen pounds and cuss to myself, but um, or not or not buy it at all. <laughs> yeah, I had to go without. <laughs> but um, so okay, so with the money, so the funds, so they they'll go to prizes yeah. towards um, either authors you mentioned, yeah. holiday destinations at black owned um, I guess hotels, yeah. um. Potentially, I could, we can add to that list because my dad's making Airbnbs out there in Jamaica. Yay. Um <laughs> Hopefully. Um, and then also the, the, I guess, the soon-to-be school. Yeah. What's the name What's the name of the school again? Well, it, it depends on what brother, you know, uh, it would probably be Westside Young Leaders Academy, but it would probably be what they... they Westside Young yeah. Leaders Academy. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. so going towards that as well. Mm. Um, what else would it go towards? Is it just, are those what, the main what, things? What I wanted will do, because when we are starting to kind of like generate money like that, it is then about... I, you know, I've made no illusions that I'm a political leader or I'm an economic, you know, mastermind or anything like that. I just know that this is a tool that mm. is necessary mm. to underpin all of those 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 efforts. We, we can't do it any other way. Mm. So my my role in what I'm doing is trying to have, you know, be a magnet for those people that know what they're doing. There was a, there's a young guy called, um who looks, who does Black Lives Build. Right. And he has foresights in mind to have like huge mega supermarkets mm. that are black owned and mm. have black, you know, black brands. And one thing that we know as a community that we do real well is we can make some skincare products. We can hear, make hair products. We know everybody has an auntie that can make cakes. Mm-hmm. But we know that in supermarkets, you can have all those competitors in one place and they still all thrive. Mm-hmm. So that's not an issue to have all these competitors the same, you know, doing the same products under one roof. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And again, I saw his GoFundMe page not getting the, 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 the you know, what it needs because again... It's not tax exempt. A lot right. of it's tax exempt. Right. It was another reason why I thought this was the best model for the for the purpose that we need as a community. Right. So 
for me, I want, I personally am about transparency. Mm. I do believe that it is about at this stage, definitely asking my members and I don't call them players, my members, what they think. Tell me what's happening in your community. Tell me what's happening here because that's how it all started. How can how can they tell you? What's the Go message? through the website. So, and then feedback forms. Yeah, so I've got okay. a feedback form. Let me know what's going on. I get phone calls all the time. Okay. So um there's um there's a there's a library that's in East um it's in Tottenham called mm. um the Mat the Ma Mat Centre. Right. And uh, elder elder Pepakai, he has had this building for like about twenty odd years. And he wants to develop it. He wants to turn it into like a West Indian elders um, centre for Windrush community because that was they actually had a community centre that was down the road, closed down. So again, he he um, a, a black developer went to the council, asked them if he could um, purchase the land from them and create a elder centre and have retirement homes above it. They said no, refused him. They then sold it to another developer. One, they didn't even want him to go four 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 stories up. This developer's gone twenty five stories up, and it's got nothing to do with the, the with our community anymore. It's just, just, it's just got. I think a Tesco's at the bottom and just going up to the sky. So that's the kind of things that constantly happen. I need to. I'm trying to foster almost like community, almost like a community center in a digital platform through right. this lottery that we hear what these problems are, and we've tried to put that into the works of how we can solve it. Right. Um. And the, you know, the, the, my mindset is, and this is kind of like the, the secret kind of mindset, which I don't really discuss too much too often to people, is I went to a wedding and it's, it, was, it was a wedding that was near where we lived and it had this amazing, it was an amazing centre, it was in the Asian community and I went outside for a second to cool down after dancing and there was this wall that went up like two storeys and it just, it was um, like a lovely marble or stone or whatever and it had like a name and then like 501 and a different name 502 and and it had all these different this name and, and, and a denomination but it had, didn't have any kind of units so i didn't know what it, what it meant mm. so um, i asked one of the you know um staff members there i said what's this wall about my dear and because because all the numbers are slightly different and i said this is the the, um, the donations we made to build this building this means like, huh? so you didn't get a loan this me no business loan to build this or they said no every single penny so we got we got another three walls just like this and this wall had thousand plus names. And he said, they all donated what they could. The very top had 201, 101, whatever they could do. It was ended for one, I think it's a spiritual thing. And I thought, wow, wow. Why can't we do that? <laughs> but we can. But we can. Because when, cause when, when we're ready to have a festival. Hey, when we're ready to party, you know, no one can party like Yeah. That. When, you know, when there's a, a restaurant to go to in Mayfair, when there's a holiday to go to, we find the money and we go. When the wig yeah. needs to get made, when the yeah. hair needs to get dyed, yeah. when the nails need to get done. Everything. No, we're, you know, when we want to buy the Louis Vuitton, Gucci, everything, yeah. we find the money to yeah, do it. We do. We do. And I feel like there's... You're, you're solving a massive problem, but I also hope that this helps people with the mindset of, um, I guess, how money could benefit our community on a wider scale. Because I think a lot of the time, because a lot of people, sadly, from our community have grown up in a deprived mm -hmm. um, environment, when mm -hmm. they do get money, they spend it on luxury items, yeah. which, and luxury items are usually not linked to black owned communities as well. So they, so their priority is getting themselves. Yeah. A luxury item, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. How can people, how do you think people can kind of shift away from that mindset of, you know, spending their money predominantly on things? 
I personally think, and that's why, again, when I started this, Black Panther Day didn't exist. But when I saw that first step of getting people to realise that, seek out a black brand that you could switch to. Mm. Seek out places that, you know, you know, Pan-African pop-up markets. Mm. Um, there is, there's one that's, again, you know, close to where I live called um, uh, Albright Pop-Ups and it happens monthly. And the numbers are just increasing every single month. You see more and more people. She now got a counsellor from the council that's now given her free space to do it. So it is, the, the, the first step has been done, but you don't want to just rest on that. Because again, that first step is, is helping those individuals, but we're Mm. again, not got that group coming together. Mm. And the way I look at it is if you can imagine all those individual successes are like a bed of nails. You're all sharp. You're all doing your thing, but you're you can still be laid on because you're all individual. You spread mm. out too far. Mm. You need one strong needle to penetrate, mm. and that's not what we got yet. We haven't. Mm. We're not there. Yeah, we haven't. So I, th- I personally feel that once we get to a point where people will see the transparency that I have, I'm an open book. Yeah, you can ask me anything, and I'll tell you. Um, when people start to play and people start to see the fact that okay, yay, this person won, you know, their their little thousand pound, yay, wow. Now, oh, I can see that now more kids are going to this, this centre. Wow. When they the, see the results of it, yeah. that's when, the, that's when, when they say it. that, oh, you know right. what? I sent that email to Sophia and I told her about the, the this little girl that wants to do, you know, make her own food garden in her area, where she, you know, in her, where she's from and she wants it to be a community thing. She did donate that money. So now we've got this garden patch, whatever it is, because that's one, one that came up. Yeah. Um, whatever it is, when they start to see the evidence that, we're doing what we say we're going to do and the money's going where it's supposed to go and yeah. we're seeing those small those small steps to the bigger goal. Yeah. I'm hoping that we get to a point where when we start to do our annual reports and we do our annual kind of um, meetings as members and just yeah. hearing from different people, I, I'm hoping that we get to a point that when we say this is separate from the lottery, this is a part of our trust, for example, mm-hmm. we need £100 each person and we can build this yeah. in this timescale the reach isn't going to be as far as it feels like it is now. Yeah, yeah. So it'll I, be a quick... It'll be a quick yeah, thing sure, like, yeah. oh no, I, I get what you're trying to do because I've seen what you've done. Mm. And this one is going to... This is... We, this, that means we can do this faster. That's what it is. It's trust. That's what it is. Because I, th- I, I think our community lacks trust. Of course. And, yeah. the, and for people to donate all that money towards t- to that building and, and so forth, they're... They have to have been like, yeah, I trust this person's yeah. gonna do what they what they say yeah. what they say they're gonna do. So I think that is it as well. Yeah. So how often do people win prizes, and how often do does the money go to these different organisations? So where we're at right now. So I'll give you a snapshot where we are, we are right now. Right. Got the license. Got the website. Got the got the um. I have now become no payment gateway wanted to work with me. What? No payment gateway would work with me. A very famous one, and I won't say no names, but a very famous one that everyone will have in their phone. Everyone's used at least once a day. I know everybody's used this once a day. Um, they didn't want to they work, didn't want with, work with me. They said we can choose who and what we work with, and we don't want to work with you. And they're the ones that made me give them. I had to. I had to give them all the proof. They went to the gambling commission themselves to try to believe to to find out and verify that I had a license. They didn't believe me. They held me up for four months. My mouth is open, by the way, for those that are not watching the video. I'm in shock. <laughs> So they they held me they they held me up for another four four months with not giving me an account. They gave me an account, then they just sent me an email saying, "Oh no, we're taking it away." But I did all my testing for the gambling commission. So I was like, "But I've done my testing. It's all part of my my um my terms and conditions." What are you doing to me? The kind of thing. They said, "No, we can choose who and what we work with." I was like, uh, uh, "I." My husband can tell you, I cried. 
I am crying. That is a hurdle. And you know what it that was? That is an unnecessary hurdle. That makes me so angry. Yeah. That's so, that makes, because people don't see these things. No. People don't talk about these things, but it happens because you're not the only one. In private conversations, I've had similar conversations with people that have had um, difficulties in similar ways, even myself as well. And I'm like, this is crazy. And it's it's like, hello, it, the, the barriers still exist. They do. They, and you I'm just so, can't see them. I'm so happy you continued. It's I'm like, so happy it didn't knock you. But you know what it was? I, I That night, well, the night after, after the crying, but the next night when I, you know, drew my, dried my tears, I literally turned to my husband and I said, babe, this is the issue that I have. I, it, feels like a, it felt like a brick wall that was so high I couldn't see the sky. It was so wide I couldn't see either side how do I, what do I do? Mm. And we kind of was research and we looked through things and, you know, it was like, okay, we can take direct debits. Mm. But I was like, but I don't have a, 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 um, a service a service unit number. So what do I do with that? You need to be operating for six months to, to get it. What am I going to do? So it was just like, <sighs> right. it was just like, hurdle can't, after hurdle. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, what are we going to do? So I found this amazing company. They saw what I was going to, they saw what I'm, I'm, I'm planning to do. They gave me obviously a little higher rate to pay than, you know, and get, get me on my way. But they did, I did train with them, did everything. And now I've got an SUN number. So I can take direct oh, debits. What's good about that though, is a direct debit that my um, members have control. So I don't have to keep your, your card details. I don't have to keep nothing like that. You can cancel whenever you want. Okay. But what's good for on our side of things, it's secure for you. It's secure mm. for us so that I know that you're of the right age. I know that you've got a UK bank account. Right. So in the sense of my um, due diligence I have to do for the, 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 the gambling commission, it's really, really good. Right. If it was a card, cards can be cloned. There can be just a lot of things that can happen. Right. Also, the gambling commission took um, in the, LC, the LCCP laws, which is a very strict guidelines that I could go to prison if I break certain things. And there's this, it's so, when I tell you I'm at risk, I'm at risk. But with the credit cards recently changed in 2001, that in July, you couldn't use credit cards to gamble anymore across every single gambling product. And that means, you know, um, from horse racing. Right. Um, and bingo and everything. You can't, you have to use your debit card. But with that, again, a lot of fraudulent things can happen where, like I said, with a, um, with a, a bank account with a, a direct debit so much safer for both of us right so that's what we that's what we do so once you do that um it's taken your month your money's only 10 pounds taken out once a month when we actually get our launch date so <clears throat> at the moment my target is to get to a thousand members in order to launch i'm only at the low <laughs> i'm at the the the, um, the low 200s so I need more people. Need way more people. Okay. So what we're gonna? So are, are people starting to pay monthly? No, 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 not yet. Not so yet. once I get to a thousand members, is when I'm going to send out what is called in the um, direct debit world um, a, a advance notice period. So I will send this out to you. It will basically instruct you when I'm going to be taking a payment, and that gives you at least like I think two, yeah, ten days notice, working days notice. That you, okay, this is on the twenty seventh BC. I was going to take, but that card lottery is going to take this money out of my okay. account. And then, so you're never going to be like, oh, where'd that come from? No, it will mm. be, it will tell you. Once that's taken, you've seen that paperwork every single month, the uh, um, roughly between the, the dates of 26th to the 28th, 10 pounds will be taken out. Mm. Now on a weekly Friday, on Fridays, Friday fun Fridays, you'll be the cash prize draw. So every single month you'll get, an, um, every single week, sorry, every Friday you have the opportunity to win 10, um, 1,000 pounds. Okay. And, um, which is cool. And then every single day is going to be a black brand um, product or service that you can win every a single day. day. Every day. 
Every day? Yeah. That's incredible. Do you have a list of like products that you can that's use for a, every single day? That's yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Because that's a lot. <laughs> so that's the thing. I've got loads of vendors because obviously I've met so most so many of them on the the kind of like the circuit of going to Pan African um, events I go to. But I've got so many amazing brands. Okay, I'm excited to brands. see. Okay, so I. I definitely have to sign up as a member now after this podcast Yay. because no I have to because this because I've I've got a deeper understanding yeah. obviously I watched the interview of yourself and Tim and I thought let me speak to you and yeah. see and gain an understanding and for those that probably are listening Sophie I say Sophie Sophie is very very genuine in what she's saying and passionate I mean it comes across oh, very um very, it's very prominent. It comes across that you care so much. And I feel like my £10 a month is safe. <laughs> Although very we go safe. to Chinese anyway. But I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. But um, but it's, it feels safe. Is there a way that people can pay more a month? They, they will be. They will okay. be. So at first, I just want to get to 1000 and they will be. Because then what, it will, what will happen is when somebody requests and say, oh, I would like to pay more, Sophia, I will change your specific um, direct debit to more. Right. So um, and to make sure that it goes obviously to underneath your your payment window okay, as well. Okay. So when you actually sign up, so you just go to our website www.blackcardlorry.com. You fill out the actual direct debit form. It is for just one month, but mm. if you want to request one, just give us give give me a call and mm. we can just we can change that very easily for you. Okay. Um, but I just want to get people to kind of get used to that kind of that kind of vibe and feel or just okay, this is this is what I'm doing. Um, and again everything's on the website all the um, terms and conditions you can read it's a long terms and conditions you can read all of that um and what i want people to understand is just like the national lottery postcard lottery all them lotteries i have the same license but when i tell you that it doesn't belong to me i'm giving it to us as a community mm. i really want people to understand that mm, because mm, it will mm. have to transfer to other people mm, when i'm gone mm, mm. so you know so it is ours we need this tool in our community period if we're going to survive so how is the this might seem like a silly question but yeah. how how does the selection process work do, do you have like an automated system in the back that just oh yeah so basically when you sign up you get um issued your own membership number so unlike other lotteries where they it's a number generator so it's a case of oh please let number three come up and we don't do that we don't do that okay we act more like a raffle okay so with your membership number i get all the membership numbers they go into a um a uh, a software that has um been authorized as well and certified by the gambling commission it goes into that and we pick our winners so there's never rollovers there's always winners so we're actually picking your you out so we're not generating a number we're actually picking from our winners winners that our our members are actually playing and have paid for it right that's 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 good yeah so so we've never we don't we don't want to roll over anything it's not about us hoping that people don't yeah we want everybody to be winners and we want the money to go to where it's supposed to go that's bottom line Okay, so when do we... First of all, are, we, are you doing this by yourself? Yeah, at the moment. <laughs> all by yourself? <laughs> so when I tell you I had to learn, I had to, I had to learn how to, to write everything, really. The website, never, never made you a website. Web, you did a website Never done a website in my life. Never did. <laughs> oh my God. You need a round of applause because that is, sorry, to do, because doing things Apologize. by yourself... I like I struggle like I have to delegate I I, I have to delegate because I, I but, but I understand why you don't because there's a cost to that as well cost to and that. you're doing everything yourself at the moment so but then also the knowledge that I have of the LCCP laws there's a lot I can't do 
So even even with social media, you know, everyone's like saying, oh, why don't you just boost that post? I can't boost a post. I'm not allowed to. I can't use MailChimp. I'm not allowed to because it's a restricted business. They oh, see really? they see gambling in the same same breath as prostitution, my dear. So you can't. Oh, really? So it's a it's a different it's a it's a restricted business. So how you are? Uh, I can't afford the TV like the, you know my com- competitors can. So I have to go by word of mouth. I have to go by just you know going to events. Um, and when you go to an event, it's very precise. Again, what I'm allowed to do there. Mm. So um, there's so many rules. I can't mm. have somebody who looks under twenty seven. Don't know why it's got to be 27, but under Who 27. Who looks under 27? You can't have anybody on my um, social media post. There's nothing that looks under 27 unless I'm talking about a charity <coughs> that's for children. So it's when I tell you the rules, the rules. You know, I have to So that's to why I can't just have anybody like helping you, help, helping you. Yeah. yeah. So even a social media, which I'm really. I'm at a creative wall right now. Um, <laughs> Francis knows. My husband yeah. knows. When I try to batch create, I'm like, they're just sitting looking at this screen. He just comes it. and feeds me. I don't even know when he's coming <laughs> and doing the left stuff. Um, That's what we love. <laughs> Judy Love will be really happy with your husband. Did you see her, her post? No. Her post, her post said that she wants the husband to come and give her a drink before she's thirsty. All the time. That's what we like. All the time. Okay, so to feed the mind yes. and the creativity. We need yes. it there. Okay. But, oh. This is why you're able to do what you can do because you've got the support yeah. of I mean even probably without his support you seem like you could do it but I think yeah. it helps massively yeah what's, as well. what's been amazing is I have done it all on, all on my own but I've had friends that allow me to cry I've had mm. my husband allows me to cry and he feeds me <laughs> most important part yeah, and also knows when to drag me away from it yeah that's important as well because you I get, get really stuck in all yeah. the way in yeah you know, there was there's a point when I think I can't even remember how did the boys eat? Did boys you wash the boys? You know, we just I got so into bubbles of just trying to get these things. You're done. so passionate. True, um, but the other part, the things I wanted, the things I want to do, like I can't wait because again, we need to get to a thousand people. I've given myself or Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim Campbell, MBE. He said. No, give yourself a target and and it, it doesn't matter. I was going to ask you. Yeah. So October 17th is our target. Okay. So that's um, soon. Yeah. And hopefully this episode will come out before then because I too do a lot by myself. So I have to get <laughs> things done in a certain way. But if we can do it before, we can pull it out before then so that we can get people knowing about it. We can try to get is a drive on there yeah. do a couple social posts have you talk at the Black History Month event where there'll be people yeah. like we can just do we can do stuff to help to create and connect more opportunities for you because oh, you. I think you deserve it you've done an incredible job you're doing an amazing job for the community you know mark this day this moment this year you know in years to come you're going to look back and be like wow what an incredible journey you've already come so far anyway because there's still steps you've taken you've still you've still done incredibly well but you're going to make millions for the community and i can't wait to see it i can't either and what and the other part that i'm looking forward to is helping the kind of like the new the brands coming up yeah because that's my background i'm I'm like a retail 15 years in retail yeah i've seen that's that's me i'm like that's my core. I love retail and I love kind of like helping and nurturing brands. I was like, I was the youngest black um, floor manager in Selfridges. Oh, wow. Um, running around here with red hair tips. I don't know what I was doing, but yeah, I was, that is my passion. And when I see new creators and like my family calls me, well, most of my cousins call me um, Dr. Queen Medicine Woman. I, I, <laughs> I, I, make, I make products. I'm the person people phone and say, so if this is happening, what herb do I need to use? I'm like, baby, let me get my book. Let me do it. So, 
even when people are doing um, uh, formulations, I can't wait to work with the brands that's going to be in the lottery. I can't yeah. wait to help to create incubators and dens for them and yeah. funding investors, you know, um, uh, not investors, um, creators. And um, just I just can't wait. I know what we can do as a community. We're the yeah. most creative people on the We planet. are incredible. And that is why, <laughs> that is even more as to why I love black people because when we put our hands to something and we're good we create gold we're incredible i've seen some of the most incredible chefs you know artists uh, musicians you name it that come from our community you know intelligent individuals that come from our community and we need more visibility we we need more opportunities and like what you said we need more funding to to grow these so i'm just i'm happy that you exist thank you so much you you know on behalf of black create connect (laughs) and also i'm sure other members of the black community we're so thankful for you um and thank you for coming on today to explain you you know no worries if people want to connect with um, black card lottery online just plug yourself plug how they can connect with you how they can communicate so you can find me on everything so i'm on www.blackcardlottery.com is our website on there you'll see everything that we do um every you you'll see uh, how to play you'll see our terms and conditions you'll see our frequently asked questions find me on instagram so you'll find me um just do black card lottery um and i'm there same thing for facebook um different for twitter couldn't i couldn't get couldn't get it for twitter so i think it's called black lottery but that's still good you need to have you trademarked it by the way yes okay fantastic. <laughs> um so so yeah come and find me on there you'll see that there's all different forums people kind of tend to you know dm me i read all the dms and i get back to you as soon as i can if you know if you know a really great brand tag me tag the brand yes. on any of my on any of my posts because i'll then lock them away for when for you know future um uh, draws and we start when we get going but all I can say is the lottery is all about the community. So, you know, Black Card Lottery is just about winning for our community. So please spread the word. Please talk about it. This is when you have your kitchen table talks with your nan, your auntie, everybody, and you need to start talking about group economics and what yeah. we can do for our future in the, in, our, in this country. Because yeah. it's not made for us, but we can help to, you know, change it up a little bit. Exactly, exactly. And eventually <laughs> we can feed that into our home to countries yeah. as well and help them to grow. Exactly. That's the plan, so we can be living in the sun. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, thank you again. Thank you. And um, yeah, everyone, go follow Black Card Lottery. Sign up to be a member. Remember, we've got a goal of a 1,000 by the October the 17th. I'm going to sign up, and when I do, I'll post my... Um, confirmation so you can all see and yeah hopefully you all follow suit okay fantastic well thank you so much for tuning in to this episode um oh thank you thank you thank you please um yeah follow share subscribe and i will see you all on the next episode of the black great connect podcast bye